Hi, John. Hi, Merlin. How's it going? Uh, it's it's uh, really good. Mm. I just, um, you know, I just sat down here at the computer. Yeah. And I uh, got it. Uh, there was an email here from, uh, it said that a friend of mine had had referred me to um to a to a company uh wait a minute no what it said was <laughs> hi john mm-hmm. it's my friend's name but just his first name not his uh not his last name okay. it's my friend's name from my friend's company in seattle mm mm-hmm. I'd like to be able to refer customers to you, so I've added you to my network on this business site, a site. Let's let's say for the, for the purposes of this, a site. Okay. And then it says, a site exclusively for business owners to network with each other. Ooh. And then there's a green button that says, accept my invitation. Hmm. And then in, in paren, note, this invite expires in 24 hours. Well, that's a lot to uh, lot to take in. It is so. Uh, so this friend, the mm-hmm. friend who's who sent me this, or or who this claims to come from, uh, he's a good friend. He's a businessy guy. Mm-hmm. He's a he's businessing, yeah, a lot. You know. So I figure, oh, you know, this is maybe one of these business things. It's like LinkedIn. He thinks that. Oh, you're not anonymizing. This is not LinkedIn. This is for business owners to network. Could mm-hmm. you could you privately send me uh, the site so I can look at it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me send it to you here. So um, you got <clears throat> we got a uh, we got a friend who owns a business, uh-huh. and they want to add you uh, to a, a, a network so they can refer business to you. Right, okay. and my and my friend he owns a business, and it's a businessy business. Oh, it's right? like it's a business not, to business, business, business. It's a exactly. He's a, okay. like a biz devity, biz bappity, bap, biz bev devoe. Okay. Kind of guy. Okay. So it's not un. It's not crazy to think that he wants to be able to refer customers to me. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know. I don't know what that looks like, but I'm always saying to him, "Hey, business guy, like you know, we've been friends for a long time." You haven't made. You haven't figured out a way to make me rich yet. What's the What's the slowdown? And yeah. he's like, "I'm working on it." Yeah, it's not it's like, an open open demand, but it's certainly an open offer. Right. Right. So, I mean, what, do you, what, so what, what have you done for John lately? Well, you know, when he was one of the guys that helped on my political campaign, like we're tight. Okay. He, I should say, he's one of the Dim Summit. Okay. Uh, uh, <clears throat> you, keep, small, you keep saying friend, and it seems to me that's a word that you. Well, sometimes use lightly, sometimes not lightly. When you if you've referred to him a friend as a friend repeatedly, that tells me you guys are friends. I would say he's a personal friend. He's a personal friend. Okay. But he's also, you know, in business. He's doing business at times when you and I hopefully, if things are going right, you and I are not doing business during those times. Okay. But he is in the morning doing business. He's going, he's he goes places, he walks into he walks into rooms. There are mm-hmm. people there waiting for him. He like lays out his deck or whatever it is that people okay. do. He probably gets off, offered a bottle of water. He does. He does. Mm-hmm. He does. He's call, he's going to call in. He's going to call in, or someone else is going to call in. Today. Oh, okay. 
They're going to look through the deck remotely, okay. and then some people at the other end are going to offer some suggestions. Okay. Okay. Anyway, so I his, clicked I on the at, button. I looked at his website, and is it deliberately inscrutable? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. His his business is inscrutable deliberately. Okay. Now, now this company, the Accept My Invitation <clears throat> company, yes. also is inscrutable to me. So I, I, so I, I did. I clicked the I'm, button. I'm looking course, at it right now. It looks kind of yeah. like a, a, a site for uh, connecting new moms. <laughs> it looks like a new mom network. <laughs> so, yeah, it felt a little bit like the font. The font was a little bit, um, yeah. what, Et Etsy-y? Pinteresty? It could be okay. I'm just this, this is a hot take, just based on the decisions that they have made. We're not going to talk about what site this is. Um, it looks like it could be a site. It looks like it's a site for women. Oh, oh, I, I oh, I didn't know that. Well, I think that um, it's exciting. I, that typeface skews a little bit playful. Yeah, it's playful, right? Mm -hmm. And they've no, got no, a, we're not talking about his company. No, 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 we're no. This about is their the, company. This is the, uh, so, and you know, uh, can I just say also in passing, um, kudos to whoever chose to say it's for business owners and they didn't use the word entrepreneur. Oh, I'm glad about that too. I mean, you know, it's it's okay. So anyway, I'm looking well, at let, this. Let me walk. Let me let me walk yeah. you through what's happened in the next in the last two minutes. See, so I clicked on accept oh, okay. my invitation. Okay, oh, you're, you're ready. You're I, ready to get some referrals. I was like, if if uh, if my friend wants to refer customers <clears throat> to me, yeah, from, and from so his inscrutable he, business, right? And I want it, so I need to be on this network, a site exclusively for business owners to network with each other. Mm -hmm. So I go on. I click the accept my invitation. I put in my name. Mm -hmm. I put in uh, the name of my business. Is it, did you and, put the Roderick Group? No, I yeah, you know I kind of should have, but I, but lately, you know, my music publishing company is called Beats Working Music, mm -hmm. which I thought was pretty good when I came up with that twenty years ago, and I'm astonished that no bigger company has come and knocked me off of it. Mm -hmm. You're good with words. I also like when you say Dr. Dre. I like when you say Dr. Dre keyboard too. That makes me happy. That was funny. <laughs> Hmm. Anyway, I put my I put some information in it. No, I wouldn't yeah, even okay. go as far as to say it was my information. I just put some information in there. Okay. And right before you called, I clicked send. And now uh, I got an email from Tessa. Oh. And Tessa says, Welcome to this company, this oh, place. That was fast. It was immediately. Yeah. John, <clears throat> grow your business with us. <clears throat> This company is a referral network for small businesses just like yours. Uh, and then it says, get your first referral by describing your ideal customer. So now, describe my ideal customer oh, and yeah. describe what I do. And then they'll share it with the 16,582 businesses in Seattle so they can refer customers to me. Okay. Would you believe there are 16,582 businesses in Seattle? I can't believe there's that many businesses that are in a position to refer people. That's odd. I mean, some okay, of that's so, some of that's shoe repair. Some of that is uh, is probably going to be like what hot dog cart. Like what? What? I mean, I, I but I mean, like if you're making techs and tech and makes, what is it? You're is it? This, you're not looking for. Are you looking for investors or contractors or what? This this know, sounds like know, a circle jerk. 
So I'm 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 now inclined to to say the name of this company because it seems like it's a viable. I'm, mm-hmm. You know, I was I, I, I don't want to want to put them on blast. Well, no, we don't. But but here's but they're a little bit putting me on blast because since <laughs> I've been talking to you, I yeah. have gotten four emails from them. Oh, that's a lot of email, John. But let me tell you. So this is the one. So then there's a button at the end with the sixteen thousand and five hundred eighty-two businesses. The button at the end says "Finish Profile." And oh. I'm like, all right, okay, all right. I don't. I'm not gonna, they got okay. a live and one. Then, they got a live one. <laughs> And then I get a new a new email from them. Oh, this geez. is two, this is two minutes ago. It says private message, private message. And then it, it, there's a thing, and it says you have a new message in your chat. Whoa! With insert the name of my friend's company, and then a button that says view messages. Okay. Under that, it says responding quickly will help build your friend's company's trust and confidence in my company. Responding quickly will help build their trust and confidence in Beats Working Music. So, Hmm. and then I got another email just a second ago, Merlin. This is from a friend of mine, a different friend, who works in local government, and it says, I would like to connect with you on this Website. Service. Yes. Yeah. And then it says accept her request. And then one just came in that's from a guy named somebody else, a different guy. Oh, he says he's a musician and he wants to connect with me. So now I have a social I have a social network group. You woke up this morning, you had some stuff to do. You got ready to record our program and now you're you you're in a different place, really. You're you're part of a network, you're part of a community now. Well, so I clicked on that, and now I got, I came to a screen that says, many of the people I know are already here. Mm. And then it has my email address at, preloaded and a button that says, show me. Okay. Show me. Show and then me. it says, this company will, our promise to you, this company will never spam your connections or send any invites without your approval. Hmm. Okay. Now I have yet to be to the site itself where I am. This is all happening in your inbox. In my in my email inbox, I haven't seen. Oh whoa! Hmm. Do you another? Know well, one? I just. Well, no, I just clicked on the thing, and now I'm on a. Now I'm on a. <clears throat> now I'm on a page where apparently I have a profile. Now it has a photograph of me. Hmm. Where hmm. did that photograph come from? I didn't put that in there. It's probably uh, if you uh, have a photograph associated with your uh, popular email service account, it might be pulling up that photo. No, I don't think that's what this is, but maybe. Hmm. But it says it says there are sixteen thousand five hundred eighty-two businesses in Seattle. That's a lot of businesses. What? What? Just to just to close the loop here, um, is it a photo that you've used a lot for things? No, no. Really? I mean, it's a photo that I have put. Places out in the world, but it's not like my it's mm. not like my popular email service photo. Okay. Oh, here there's one of the all these buttons are purple. Maybe that's connected to the fact that Seattle's uh, Seattle's uh, local football team is purple colored. Mm. But there's one gold button. Mm. Guess what the gold button says? Uh, upgrade your account today for opportunities. <laughs> yes boost my referrals in oh, seattle geez. it's a boost it's a boost. if i if i go premium oh you they want you to go premium yeah if i go premium and the button just the They're button giving, giving you a golden, a golden eel <laughs> <coughs> this episode of roderick on the line is brought to you in part by mac weldon 
You can learn more about Mack Weldon right now by visiting MacWeldon.com. Mack Weldon believes in smart design, premium fabrics, and simple shopping. Their site is so easy to use. Uh, you just put stuff in a cart, and then you order it, and it's really fast and easy. It's the best. Mack Weldon uh, will be the most comfortable underwear, socks, shirts, undershirts, hoodies, and sweatpants, and more that you will ever wear. You don't have to wear them all at the same time. They, they, they didn't tell me to say that, but just, you know, just so you know, you don't have to wear, you don't have to be like Heidi, you know, marching up and down the hill with all your clothes on. Uh, they have a line of silver underwear and shirts that are naturally antimicrobial, and that means they eliminate odor. They want you to be comfortable, so if you don't like your first pair of uh, underwear, in this case, you can keep it, and they'll still refund you. No questions asked. Not only does Mack Weldon's underwear, socks, and shirts look good, they perform well, too. Good for working out, going to work, uh, going on dates, or just everyday life. Now, um, this week, and a, and a happy bit of coincidence, I am currently, and very excitedly, awaiting the arrival of a brand new item that I have uh, recently been made aware of, specifically... I anticipate receiving one mile slipper size medium in true navy. These are apparently uh, uh, very cozy slippers. I, I can't wait for them to arrive, and uh, and I will uh, I'll report back on them. You know, the next time these jackals deign to buy an ad here, uh, I'm a fan. You know, anytime you see a package coming from Nashua, uh, New Hampshire, you know you're in for a treat. That's how you know I'm a super fan. Look it up. So anyway, right now, please, you go to MacWeldon.com, and you're going to get 20% off your first order simply by using the very special promo code ROTL. That's one word, R-O-T-L, just like it sounds, MacWeldon.com. Our thanks to Mac Weldon for supporting Roderick on the Line and all the great shows. <laughs> it doesn't even say go premium. The button just says, see how. Uh, see how. See how. To, see how. See <laughs> how. Diddy Mao, it says. Diddy Mao. Mock Schnell. Oh, no, wait. My sister's on here. Oh, jeez. Susan Roderick Productions. <clears throat> Susan Roderick Productions. Huh. So should, I don't should, know, you Merlin. Should, you, should, uh, you should invite me. Oh, okay. okay and I'll, yeah. uh, and I'll, I'll get to get in on this also. Okay, yeah, that's a good idea. I'll do mm -hmm. that right now. I'll invite you. Anyway, so that's what's going on with me. It's pretty this exciting. This is exciting, John. We got a, we got a project yeah. finally we can work on together. Yeah, it's good. I, well, you know, I feel like I'm going to, once I invite you, then uh -huh. we'll be able to get to the bottom of this. Well, I'm I'm gonna find out what's going on here. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Business referral. Oh, okay. Here's a here's a national poll. What <laughs> would you do to, this is on the site. What would you do to finance a short term cash crunch? Would you delay right. paying some bills? Would you focus on collecting receivables? Oh receive oh. Would you use a bank line of credit? Mm-hmm. You could sublet a space. Oh, borrow from friends and family. That's a popular it's a sh it's a short term uh, money crunch money crunch you could um oh start a side hustle is one of the options uh, here I, it depends so much on how you got crunched like on shark tank yeah. you know they'll say well you go in there and you say like oh we're doing really great we've got these cookies 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 everybody loves them and the sharks say well then well, that's why are you here and they'll say well you know we got bitten once before because we couldn't fulfill we right. uh, our repacker was corrupt um, you know, somebody, uh, somebody peed on the donuts and like now we're dealing with that. So it depends. It depends. You know, I think people love answering things like this. It's my, it's back to my thing where the Lyft driver asks me if I'm having a busy day and I say no and he gets sad. And yeah. cause I think he's really used to people saying, yeah, whoa, am I right? Oh, Woof. man. Oh my gosh. Oh, I'm always crazy with the stuff and typing and oh, so many phone calls. People love that stuff. They love they love being asked. I, I think I think men in particular love being asked how how they would uh, how they would do something. 
Oh, sure. They want to tell you how they're going to do something. Well, it's like 17 magazine quizzes for grown men. You know, you see this a lot. You can see this in different aggregators where you see the kind of, uh, I don't want to be unkind, the kind of uh, hmm. business businessman porn that a lot of these guys like. You get your business insider, you get your Forbes, and people love to go in and read, uh, right. you know, penetrating articles about uh, market movers, you know. Right. Penetrating <laughs> articles about market movers. Yeah, you really want to, you, well, you want to move the needle, you know. Um well, no, I've been thinking about this lately. You know, I would like to move the needle. Well, you, then you must seek out things. I learned the, the, uh, uh, I've heard that used before, but well, you know how like every company or group gets its own like patois that everybody, nobody even realizes they're speaking. Uh-huh. Um, You're going to open the kimono for me right now, aren't you? I am. I did a talk at this place and they're really nice people and everything, but like they did, they were so deep in the patois and the fra- the uh, adjective that everybody kept using was needle moving. I don't think mm. that's going to be needle moving. This wants to connect to my Facebook page. Oh, I don't. I don't think I want to do that right now. Yeah, just, I just, just tried uh, to just invite me. Invite, do you have to upgrade to invite me? I well, I so it says referral. I'm looking for invite. It says referrals. I clicked on referral. Maybe I can just sign it, up. I'll just sign up. The referral thing wanted me to, to upgrade. Upgrade. It, it said you need to upgrade okay. to unlock powerful insights. Oh, all right. Well, let's see what we know here. I can't believe I'm doing right. this. Yeah. What no, it's going to be good. Once we're of your connected business. here. What is the name of my business? Um, um, uh, um, um, I don't really have a name for my business. I got to come up. I, I, John, I'm sick. <sighs> oh, you're <clears throat> sick right now? I'm sick right now. Yeah. Oh, what kind of sick? Oh, it's okay. I'll probably have a a a chest rattling cough at some point that I will try to mute. Oh no! I'm a little bit out of it. See, I'm scared to do this. They want to know address stuff. Well, see, so uh, I put in a PO box that okay. I that I keep, you know, that I keep for this type of thing. Yeah. Um. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go fake on this. I hope yeah, you don't mind. I think, no, I'm I think you go should. Go with an excellent uh, alias. Uh, character from the Hudsucker proxy name Thorstensen Finlanson. Oh, I've I've gotten emails from and about Thorstensen. Thorstensen Finlanson is one of those uh, activist uh, uh, investors. Uh, what is the name of your business? Just uh, butts. homemade ceramics. Just butts. Just butts. B u t t s. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. Um, just butts. <laughs> oh, sorry. Just butts LLC. <clears throat> and then now, uh, let's see. Uh, post office box. I've got, I've got so many questions now. This is asking me questions that I can't answer. Why? You choose not to, or you're unable to know? Well, so it says down here at the bottom. It says which would. It says, okay. So the box, the box says my answers. Okay. And then it says demonstrate your expertise by answering member questions. <sighs> My expertise. And the question is, which would you use? And it doesn't, there's no comma in this sentence. Okay. Also, which and would are both capitalized. Yeah. You and use are not. So which would you use? Upwork or Fiverr? And Fiverr has two R's. Fiverr. Fiverr. Upwork. Oh, Fiverr is where you hire people to, to do or make things for you. And what is Upwork? Don't know. Fiverr, we did it. We did a bit on uh, another program I do that involved do, uh, hiring people to do things on Fiverr, 
And um, yeah, they'll, 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 they'll do stuff like that. People will make videos for you. They'll do voiceovers. There's a lot of stuff like that. Oh, I see this. It's sort of like this. It's like, uh, it's like, um, it's, it's like going to Lowe's and picking up five guys out front to clean mm -hmm. up your yard, except it's about making videos. Um, yes, yes. Right. Hang on. Hang so on. Upwork's <gasps> got to be that too. All right. Got that cough. Um, God, all these oh, questions. Did, wait, did you just, did you just push a sneeze button? Is uh, that what that was? Uh, uh, <laughs> <clears throat> he's got a sneeze button. No, I got a noisy pot on there. Yeah, that uh, is a noisy Up to pot. five types of businesses you work with. Uh, manufacturers. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Let me just be done with this. See who you already know. This is the easiest way to start building your network. Sounds good. To see you All already right. know, click allow on the next screen. What? They're oh, my God. Spam your thing with a thing. Uh, they want you to log in with your Google credentials. So they can get to your... Oh, Jiminy Christmas. Okay. Well, so I... I don't think I did that, although they did send me, they did find that picture what, of what me. What I got was, what had happened was, it says, see who you already know. This is the easiest way to start building your network. You enter your your uh, email address, right. and then you hit continue. So on this screen, it says, we'll import your address book to suggest connections and help you generate <laughs> referrals. When you hit continue, click allow on the next screen. And then it takes you to, hey, guess what? It's your Google stuff that nobody's allowed to use okay i don't know how uh, I'm, shoot, I'm I, want to grow, on, I want to grow my business come on get on here you got to be able to do this they they, they weren't fooled well, that you were thorstenson finlanson well okay let me see if i can just skip this for now skip people who complete this step get connected with new customers are you sure you want to skip this step i think i am i'm super sure yeah start building sure. your network with these suggestions Ew! how does it know i know these people well, that's Ew. what I'm wondering. Like, there's a guy oh, here. Oh, no, these are people I know from things. Ah. I know. There's a guy here that I went to high school with who is, um, who's like a super, he, he, this guy is a guy you're going to love. He's, he's from Anchorage. Uh -huh. He's a, um, he's a Hispanic gentleman who is a huge Donald Trump supporter. Oh, cool. And he had, and his business is selling, uh, vitamins and supplements. Oh, he's a powder that, man. That do amazing hey, he's things. a powderman. That's a powderman. <laughs> and on his Facebook page, it's a he's one of these guys. You know, like it, you know the um, the like liberals can't meme side yeah. of the conservative uh, internet, yeah, right? Right. Where they're like, liberals aren't funny. We're funny. Eh. And so he's always posting this hilarious stuff about you know liberals getting owned. Uh huh. Uh -huh. Oh, and, so uh, triggered. <laughs> and you know, so but triggered. he is. He is a very Hispanic man. Like he is, he, his whole family, like they are from Mexico uh -huh. and, um, and yet it just doesn't seem to, it does not inhibit him at all. I think he thinks that the, that the Mexican people or the, the, uh, the Hispanic uh -huh. people that are troubled by Donald Trump are other, uh, other Latin Americans, not uh -huh. Not good Latin Americans like himself and his friends. Okay. And family. So it's, oh, uh oh, uh oh. Uh-huh, incoming. A thing just popped up. Got a live one. From Safari that says, <laughs> the website, this one, yeah. that I that we're talking about, would like to show alerts in notification center. Oh, that's nice. I'm going to say don't allow. Oh, wait, but there's a, here's a email from Thorstenson Finlanson. Hello. 
It says, I am Thorstensen Finn Lanson from Just Butts. Just Butts <laughs> LLC. Just Butts LLC. I'm a contractor, John. I contract. <laughs> I'd like to connect with you on this website. I, this refer, I would like to refer some business to you. Okay, I'm, I'm accepting. Our ideal Here customer. What sh who should other businesses refer to you? Oh. All right. Should I? Well, I don't want to connect with really any of these people, including no. my sister. I don't want to get any powders from my old friend and my old high school friend. This is how this is how they get you. Now, how uh, do I how do I send you how do I send you business? Deja is here. Uh, I don't. Know. Well, so I'm going to skip that option. Okay. Connect with people I already know, and then it wants me to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it wants me to put my 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 yeah. Gmail. In there. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to do, do that. You I don't want to do that. I don't want to be maybe, on this maybe at all. Maybe there's a handy link. My... There's a handy link that you could add. You could add to one of your social profiles for your social graph. You could say to people, "Hey, check me out. Let's refer business to one another on pur purplesite.gov. Let's go. Come on. Upload a banner graphic. Nice. Oh, a banner graphic. Oh, nice. I could trick this out. <laughs> I do customer What's... about us. Okay. What's funny is I don't want anything to do with this. No, this is terrible. Yeah, I should have uh, used a different email address. Yeah, and so why? So now we're here. Now we're on this thing. Yeah, and this is like a worse LinkedIn. Mm, I think LinkedIn's already a worse LinkedIn. <laughs> it's really LinkedIn is the worst. Yeah, I think we all agree. I, but now I, there's yeah, I deleted all of that. So I was thinking about this just this morning, that every single place on the internet now, mm -hmm. there is someone behind it, like there's a, there's, a, there's a wizard behind the curtain of every place you go, and that wizard is trying to figure out how to get your money, right? There's no right. place where you go on the internet where there isn't some wizard standing behind the curtain going, try hoping that, that they're going to get your money somehow. And I, it didn't, it didn't have to be that way. Yeah. Yeah. Like it didn't have, it didn't have to go that direction. Mm -hmm. And yet that's where we are now. There's, there's no, there's no site you can go to where there isn't some, what feels like a scam. At, yeah. At the end. I, well, like the, the nice version that you learn about on the purple side is calling it side hustle. But what it really is, is, ah, eh, eh. There's this whole class of like a lazy man work called passive income. And the idea is you get some kind of phony baloney business that just earns money for you somehow. So you get an income muse, it's been called. And huh. uh, that whole idea is just really is, is, is so gross to me. And it's, there's this podcast I started listening to that I really super like a lot called your Kickstarter sucks. And p part of it that's funny is that these guys go in and just eviscerate silly kickstarters but also the the guys have a great chemistry and it's a really enjoyable show if you like that kind of thing but they're always on you know kind of like on on alert for like what the real thing is that you're trying to do here you know what i mean it's one thing to be like walking down the streets in a metropolitan area and you say well that that guy in the filthy elmo suit probably wants money for me to take a picture with him that guy over there is like selling hot dogs that lady selling beaded purses and it's like those may be bad beaded purses in a filthy Elmo title, but yeah, <laughs> but you get what it is that they're trying to do. And there's other places where like, it just like, again, another podcast I'm listening to about uh, MLMs and uh, the wellness racket. 
And it's like, it's so hard to tell sometimes, like, what do you, what do you want me to do here? Like, I know you want my money, but how do you want my money? And like, yeah. when will I be done with this? Yeah. How, how do you want, like, how do you want my money is, is right. Like this, this company that we've signed up for, we're still not mentioning it, are we? No. Um, but like somebody going door to door, you're like, look, you know, I'm just, I'm dealing with stuff here and there's stuff going on. And like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really like, what do you want? Like, what do you want? Do you, if it's a child, just give the child money. But like, I don't know. Well, I, I, so I take I, your point. I take your point though, your larger point though, which is an old point that we've talked about, which is like, there was that time in the nineties when we all thought, oh, this is going to be the transformative thing, something, something, education, connection. And that all still exists. It's still there. I mean, there's so much great stuff that like I use every day that is like really very good and helpful. Um, but yeah. yeah, it's that, was it, was it, no, wait, was it a Paul Newman quote? The one where like, if you can't, if you're playing poker and you can't tell who the sucker is, it's you. Sucker is you. Yeah. yeah. So I Well, I just unsubscribed from all emails from that company and you can <laughs> bet they were sorry to see me go. Oh, did you, did you want to click that button that says, I unsubscribed accidentally. Please resubscribe me. You ever click on that? <laughs> oh shit! Thank God. Oh my God. Yeah. Bring back my email. I wonder. I wonder if you, if you got into a thing where you you set up a bot that was unsubscribing and then act and then claiming to have accidentally unsubscribed and re resubscribing. Mm -hmm. How long would that go before something broke? I, I I don't know. I'll tell you that of all of the um, heavy, um, high contact uh, sites out there, Link Facebook and LinkedIn are the two I've had the most difficult time getting to stop emailing me about things. But I'm I'm wondering. You know, you know about um, <clears throat> you know about like doxing. Yeah. And oh, a uh, denial of service attacks. DDoS, D D DDoS, DDoS. Could you turn that um, that technology to create like bot loops where companies that do stuff like this, you sent into a loop where you started um, you started using their energy to oh, I see. process your subscribing and unsubscribing and if you did that on a on a big enough scale could you break could you break the machine so you're like a professor x mutant but your your power is like you know like they say that hulk's strength is unmetered because we don't know how much angrier he could get he could always get angrier and, and thus stronger in this case you're oh. saying like you will always use all of their server capacity that's your that's your power i'm gonna burn them burn them to the ground <laughs> just just <laughs> just that was the one when i first understood what a uh what a DDoS was. Yeah. I was like, Oh, that's so smart. Like what a, what a example of like some smarty, some smart kid figuring yep. out that the way to destroy it is just to, just to d redirect it and squander their, squander their forces. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think about that all the time now. The thing that uh, is, is an old saw, but is really true is that uh, spam would not have caught on the way it did if it cost anything to send email. And like anytime, let's just put my old Merlin Man hat on. It's like anytime there is a um, a resource or ac or access that is next to free, it's going to get abused. You know what right. I mean? That's like you know, it's one thing to steal toilet paper, and it's another thing to send you know Viagra ads to like millions of people at a time. 
I'm so tired. I'm so tired. I'm sick and I'm out of it, John. I apologize. I'm not at the top of my game today. No, it's all right. You know, I got you started. Uh, I got you started talking to me about uh, something that I got in. An oh no, email. we're not so done. That's... We're not done with this, buddy. Don't worry about that. No, no, I got, I got, pl- I got plenty. I okay. So this is an observation, just an observation. Now, as you know, I try, I'm trying to grow as a person, and I, I'm trying to. Is this a recent thing? Yeah. Well, you know, just since my 30s, uh-huh. I'm trying to become a better person. I'm trying to become less cynical. I'm trying to assume less that I understand everything. And so when I catch myself getting too um, worked up about something, I try to say, well, let's, let's, let's look at what's going on here. Now, with that said, <clears throat> you know, it seems like there's a lot, boy, this sounds so obvious. People get so mad when you talk about this, though. There's so much horse shit in the world of what we call business. And even setting aside the false economies and setting aside the, the terrible, often deliberate abuse of customers, um, you know, any way you can until you get caught. There's just something so basically horseshit at the center of so many business McBusiness guys. And mm-hmm. they must be having some measure of success because they are at the airport and they are talking so loud on the phone about something. They do do that. They do it all the way onto the airplane. Who uses a phone that much? Wait, is it really? Ugh. And so that, that there's, there's all of that. And then there's just all of this, like, like I say, there's, so there's this news aggregation um, app that I like a lot called Nuzzle. And Nuzzle uh, exists to basically show you what people that you follow on Twitter are linking to. And it's ranked. It's like your own personal Reddit, if Reddit was good. Email John. Um, and so yeah, you, yeah. uh, you, so when your friends, uh, post stuff to Twitter, you can say, okay, over the last 24 hours, show me the things that have been linked to the most. And it's really cool. <laughs> if you just want to, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, you want to, you want to jet in regardless of whether somebody's muted or not, like you find out, you know, what they're posting. The next tab over is friends of friends, which is actually also really useful. So that's things that have been posted by people, uh, who, who are followed by people whom you follow. And then the next right. one over is just like most popular. Or, and it is so douche-tastic. It's like if you if you squeeze all of the all the juice out of a TED talk, and then it just got to just sit there and become fetid. And it's all fucking Business Insider nine hot tips to turbocharge your growth hacking or whatever. And, and are those the most popular, or who is determining the popularity of those things? What, uh, raw numbers. What is the thing? I think, just raw I think this, numbers. Yeah, yeah. And I think, but I think it's that you're seeing. However, that's being aggregated. It is a lot of people, and, and you can tell. Like, so if I go in, so just out, of, just out of interest, if you if I go to my people I follow, you can click and on the icons of who I'll link to it, and you'll see that in most cases, people, you know, cool, cool people, smart people, yeah, they've linked to that, but they provided their own context. It's not always just a straight retweet. And then over on the business douche tab, it's like it's just retweeting Business Insider, retweeting Forbes, retweeting. And like, uh, let me go in and look. I'll see if I can find you some goodies. But that's, it just feels so, so masturbatory to me. And so like, again, like I'm sorry to make this all about penises, but it's very, no, circle, no, no, it's, it's very circle jerky might as well to be. me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I wonder. Like, are they popular because that's what people are clicking on? Or is the, or are people clicking on it because they're being told they're popular? Oh, you well, yeah, that is, a, that is a big problem with the way ranking lots of things works uh, for sure. Um, well, let me look here. So I'm going I over want friends of friends. Best, here's the thing. here's best of nuzzle, best of nuzzle. London loses top spot as global finance hub. That's financial times. Uh, let's see here. Parasite power. 
Oh, that's cool. I like that guy. Oh, there is a lot of sports today and a lot of Kobe. 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 Yeah, um, Kobe. There's not as much Business Insider today. Bloomberg, mm-hmm. some stuff on uh, on uh, Warren Buffett. Um, but you know, it's it's just strange sometimes. Where I'm I, like, I try you know to to to, to quote a line from um, Glengarry Glenn Ross. What, what is this in service of? Like, what are you, what what are you producing? What are you producing by moving all of these little business bits around? It just, it doesn't feel like people do anything. And this is also where the, when people call themselves a serial entrepreneur, it kind of gets under my skin a little bit. Oh, it does me too. I mean, if you mean a small business owner, why don't you say that? Not everybody who uh, owns a business is like, strictly speaking, an entrepreneur. It's just, it's just people, people This is the, um, this is the thing. We, we, We got off track somewhere in the world where... It used to be that you started a business because you had a product or service that you believed would help or make money or or grow or improve the world somehow. <clears throat> and then at some point, and I think this is due to the rise of the business school and the rise of the – and the deregulation of the stock market and all the things that have happened in our lifetimes. We got to a place where doing business, doing a business was – its own goal. A business was first a business before it was anything else. You know, when I was in high school, I joined some, it was some, I forget what it was. It wasn't DECA. It was some after school program that was supposed to teach you business. Oh, FBLA maybe? What was that? Future Business Leaders of America? Something something like that. And Mm -hmm. what it was, was we got together this group of kids at the end of the, you know, like after school. I can't believe that I was subjected to this or subjected myself to it. And it was like, we need to come up with a business. Let's start a business. And we'll we'll show you how to do a business once we start one. <clears throat> and I don't remember. Usually you're selling widgets. Yeah, that's what it was. Like we were we were 16 and we didn't have any skills. But Oh, no, but the point of this was not, it wasn't just like um, student congress. We actually were going to start an actual business. And so we started a business making candy bars and we spent – you know, two nights a week for six months starting up this business selling candy bars. And in the end, what we did was we gave ourselves a job basically like being kids that went door to door selling candy bars. It's just that we had made the candy bars. It was miserable. But at least we were making candy bars, Mm -hmm. like something, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But when somebody Mm -hmm. says serial entrepreneur, it's clear to me that what they're making doesn't matter to them. What their business is doesn't matter. And so if your business doesn't matter to you, other than that it is a business to to make business, then whatever it is you're making is isn't adding anything. You know, you didn't you didn't you didn't discover that there was a market or a, that something's missing from the world or that you're going to make something that you're passionate about. You're just casting around starting businesses for the, for their own sake. Mm-hmm. And that's like cultural now. There's there there there's uh there's no one in America asking anymore really like is this business making anything it's a question of whether or not the business can make money is the is uh, the question well, uh, eventually that's the other irony of course can you eventually make money well right? yeah and the phrase they use on shark tank is uh, we're currently pre-revenue so pre-revenue say, yeah you say you're pre-revenue mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. right and there are a lot of companies that are still really pre-revenue <laughs> 
<laughs> my my daughter's yeah. mother works for a company, and this and when when things go wrong there, which I think is happening right now, and this happened a couple of times in times she's worked there, everybody just speculates that the CEO is is looking to sell it to somebody. And it sounds like exactly the same language that you would use if you had a car that was about to throw a rod and you were going to try and find somebody to find a sucker to buy it. Mm -hmm. Except this is a 300 person company that is that like people are counting on, not just Mm -hmm. the people that work there, but like it's, it is selling itself as providing a service that if you bought it, you would want that service to, to work and be good. Mm-hmm. And yet at the, at the, at the level of the boss, it's like, well, we were having some HR problems, but don't worry about it. Cause I'm in talks with some, you know, other, I'm in talks with people to sell the company. Not because I, not because the company is good because the company is bad. I don't know how to, I don't know how to, there's so many, there's so many bigger fish to fry right now, Merlin, because the whole world is coming to an end. Yeah, but we I just, didn't use, we, we probably deserve that. <clears throat> I didn't used to think that until really? just a couple of weeks ago. Huh. Until a couple of weeks ago, I was like I was like that little dog where he's having a cup of coffee and the and the fires are all around <laughs> him and fine. he's like this is fine. I'm sure this is fine. I was I was like that. I was like no, no, no. Huh. No, it's fine. What what the, changed? You know, what changed? Oh, this thing in the Senate where I just realized uh, the thing about the Senate, right? And this mm-hmm. is it's hard it's hard in this moment to it's you know how you know how I like to you know how I like to do yeah civics it's it's hard in this moment to to acknowledge that well you know whenever the senate is in the hands of one party all for a long long time they've just voted according to a party line about stuff it's not it's not crazy that one party would have a majority in the senate and would just steamroll the other party right we've been doing that for decades and decades it's mm-hmm. not like it's not like there's ever been a – it's not like back in the past it was really easy to turn four senators to your way of thinking. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so that bit of it, the fact that we have a Senate that is like being sort of criminally un, uh, negligent, like negligent, isn't – that isn't strictly new. What's new is the 10 things that led us to a place where we're living in a in a state where the where the president is a like just a bold-faced liar and nobody's paying any of the unspoken rules and no one has any pride or dignity anymore and it's mm-hmm. and every and it's just like a they've they've, they've know, caught on to his other utter lack of shame. Like that's that's yeah. the thing is like all along you're like this is a man well on the one hand he's obviously a man with tremendous um anxieties about about class and status and things like that, and, and penis. I mean, you, you, mm-hmm. you, you've 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 uh, you've broken the pre- the penis seal on this episode, so let's hmm. just call it what it is. Yeah, I think that's probably part of it. Yeah, um, I bet I bet it just sticks out a little bit, like a little umbilical, you know, like <laughs> little acorn. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, but up until you need a flashlight <clears throat> and a set of tongs to find it. Up until a week ago or two weeks ago, I was pretty bulletproof, or I was pretty, you know, resistant to this. Like, okay, it's it's crypto fascists are taking over the world, and everybody. I was like, yeah, but there's all, you know, what about this and what about that, and just sort of like, still had like really my faith in, in, um, 
I don't know, bigger systems or longer yeah, games or, mm-hmm. or, or, or just history, like the arc of history or all this other stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I don't know, just something broke in me, something snapped about, yeah. about 10 days ago where I was like, Oh no, it's just as bad as everybody says. It's just as bad as, really? just as bad as every, just as bad as even the most chicken little screaming, like panickers have been saying, it's just like, Oh, I guess it's, I guess they were right all along. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, well, but I'm super mad about uh, business to business uh, emails I'm getting, but also climate change. And also, I yeah. don't know, you know, let's keep moving it out of the way. This episode of Roderick on the Line is brought to you in part by Squarespace. You can learn more about Squarespace right now by visiting squarespace.com slash supertrain. There are so many things that you can do with Squarespace. You can create a beautiful website to turn your cool idea into your new home right on the web. You can showcase your work. You can have a blog, uh, galleries. You can publish any kind of content. You can also sell products and services of all kinds right from your Squarespace site. You can promote your physical or online business. I highly recommend this. Uh, Most sites for businesses are not very good. They didn't tell me to say that, but the Squarespace sites are so good and they're so easy to use and they work on every dingus. You can even announce an upcoming event or a special project. They can do all of this and more by giving you beautiful templates created by world-class designers. Powerful e-commerce functionality lets you sell anything you want online. You get the ability to customize the look and feel, the settings, products, all that and more with just a few clicks. Literally, everything is optimized for mobile right out of the box. And they're offering a new way to buy domains where you can choose from over 200 extensions. You get analytics to help you grow in real time and built-in search engine optimization, free and secure hosting with nothing to patch or upgrade ever. And of course, they do have their 24 by 7 award-winning customer support. They're encouraging folks to make it. Make it yourself. Stand out with a beautiful website from Squarespace. Uh, yeah, you probably already know. I'm, I'll say it again. I'm, you, you people are apparently still not all getting a Squarespace site, so I'll tell you again. They run all my personal sites, um, several of them, including uh, the Roderick on the Line site, which means you are literally, literally using Squarespace right now. Uh, I really, uh, it, it's a great service, and I recommend it. So right now, you go and you check out squarespace.com slash supertrain. You get a free trial. When you're ready to launch your site, you use the offer code SUPERTRAIN to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. These folks have been good to me personally and professionally. I uh, give them my official okie-dokie, squarespace.com slash supertrain. Our thanks to Squarespace for supporting Roderick on the Line and all the great shows. And I don't know uh, what, you know, I don't know what, learn to skateboard or... Uh, you know, I've been, playing a, I've been playing a lot of guitar, uh, I like that. and I have, I have to say that um, that the guitar has been helpful. Just strumming a G chord will make you feel better. It does, and you know, playing the guitar. I went to see some bands the other night, uh-huh. and I had one of those nights where it was like I went to see a band, and then I went across town to see another band. Whoa! And then after the last band, I went out to the bar with the guys from the first band and some of the people from the second band and we stayed up oh, until the far it wasn't it was a thing i hadn't done in a long time but it was also really good just to watch people playing music mm-hmm. like good people playing good music mm-hmm. and then for whatever reason i don't know why i came home i went through it went down a rabbit hole and i uh, was talking i don't know i was trying to figure out the story about billy eilish what's the story with billy eilish i was trying to figure it out oh, like what's her deal just what's her deal? What's yeah, going on here? Yeah. And uh, and then somehow I got I got bounced over into asking the question: What's the deal with Ed Sheeran? I've, oh, I've heard the, that's heard the that's name. where your toot comes from. 
You had a tweet yes. about him on the Game of Thrones. I did. And so I'm like, what is the deal with him? I don't know anything about this guy. I know he's redheaded. Mm-hmm. And call I him, know, call him a ginger. Yeah, it's a little it's, bit it's, of a it's hard to get a it's hard to get a bead on uh, Ed Sheeran for me. He he's right up so, there with the like I don't really understand what's happening here. Right, so I had zero beat on him, I, and I was like, all right, I should listen to a song by Ed Sheeran to see if I have heard it, and I listened to it, and I had heard it, mm-hmm. and the last thing in the world I would have thought was that it was by this little little ginger guy, mm-hmm. right? The song sounded like some kind of, it sounded like neo-soul sort of like song that, that you hear playing in supermarkets where you're like, oh, that's probably Bruno Mars or something, you mm-hmm. know, like mm-hmm. just some general sort of sound of modern music that I find is not useful to me personally. Mm-mm. But then I went and looked at some other songs by Ed Sheeran and his songs are across a wide genre of songwriting. He's very, di- he's very diverse in his offerings. He's got, he's strummy guitar-y. Mm-hmm. He's got a very nice voice. Mm-hmm. So, so then, uh, so then I'm, so I'm like, all right, tell me more about this kid. He, he's got, he seems his videos, he's pretty self-effacing. Then I found out he's good friends with Tay Tay, mm. which was which was appealing to me. You know, Tay-Tay I feel like Swastla? Taylor. I feel like she, I feel like you're talking, she, about? You're talking about Taylor Swift. That's right. Okay. Yeah, I feel like she has. You know, she's a nice lady. She has yeah. good taste in friends. Mm. I hope. Mm. I hope. Yeah, I just hope. I, mean, I just want her to be happy. I just wish she hadn't dated John Mayer. That really is hard. It's hard hard to stomach. She seems but. a lot of, have a lot of trouble with her exes. All her exes don't live in Texas. Don't live in it's Texas. Why you gotta be it? so mean? Uh, but so then I'm watching Ed Sheeran and I'm like, oh, but uh, tell me more, you know, and it's interesting and he's still very young and he mm-hmm. sold more records than anybody. And yeah. I, for a while there, you know, he was like, his record was the number two best selling record behind Adele. Mm. And I was, and even though I was on an Ed Sheeran tip and I was enjoying watching him, I was still kind of rooting for Adele. Oh, come you know? on. Be serious. You know, like, yeah, yes. number two still. Give it all Adele. to Adele. <laughs> but then, like the last couple of years, Adele hasn't put out a new record, and Ed Sheeran, I guess, writes 120 songs a day. And, and so now his tour, he also tours in a unique way. He does okay, unique touring. Oh, I don't want to stop you. Keep going. We're not done with this. <clears throat> all right. Well, I don't. I, I need to know more about that. But yeah, he's making he's making money hand over fist. And then I saw that he had been on Game of Thrones, which oh. I thought was funny. But then I saw, oh no, everybody was mad. I was like, why would you be mad about that? So I, I went mad. on and I, I watched the clip. It's not good. He's and in, he's in re- a different TV show, John. But I remember <clears throat> the moment, right? Like, I, because you're watching Game of Thrones, you're like, da 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 da. And then somebody starts singing. Mm. You're like, huh, singing on Game of Thrones. That's interesting. I mean, it's like not like raucous singing, it's like somebody with a sweet voice singing mm-hmm. a little folk song. And I remember the little redheaded dude and the redheaded dude in the Game of Thrones looks like all those other weird little, you know, hobbity people in the TV show. So I was like, oh, it's yeah. like a friendly hobbit. I wonder why they don't give him more lines, hmm. you know, because Maisie's <clears throat> a little bit of a hobbit, too. And it was just like a oh, bunch yeah. of it was a bunch of little hobbits. Hmm. But then, oh, everybody was so mad because he didn't belong there. And yeah. he was it was like putting it was like putting Elvis in the middle of a of uh, uh, Dungeons and Dragons or something. Hmm. And uh, so there was a lot of, I saw it, of course, you know, I like critical commentary. So I read 10 Buzzfeed articles. You, about love, the, how, you love the discourse. I do. I do. I want to hear both sides. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, so I didn't, but as, and I, I, I understand it sounds like from the, from the, the little sick sniffles that you're making that you had a feeling about <clears throat> sharing game of Thrones. No, it's fine. Ed, Ed, but Ed, no, Sheeran, but it, Ed Sheeran, Ed Sheeran you, is Chipotle. 
Did did you recognize him when he appeared on the show? Yeah. And did you head. go? Did you yes, go? Yes, of course <gasps> I went. Yes. Oh, I see. Anyway, he's he's Chipotle. He's, Which he's, is like he's 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 very satisfying to like normie people, and he's not terrible. Uh, this is from uh, Polestar.com. This is from uh, August of last year. Ed Sheeran is doing something he rarely does, taking a break. This is my last gig for probably 18 months, DDLED. Um, this came after a marathon-like 893 days and 255 shows with a staggering 8.9 million uh, tickets sold. That's tickets that were sold. Uh, massive gross of 775.6 million. On average, here, here's the nut. Um, on average, Sharon played a stadium or arena twice a week for two and a half years. That's, that's, Whoa. you got to give it. That's a lot of, that's a lot of, wow. Yeah. Oh. Constant touring mode, a perpetual ballet of ceaseless travel, setups, teardowns. Yeah, yeah. We all know the Jackson Brown song. Um, yeah, Richard Pryor on the video. Um, I have to imagine. I have to imagine that the only way you can do that mm-hmm. is to be young yeah. and not have any, not have anything else going on. Yeah, I wouldn't do it with two babies. I heard. I heard mm-hmm. that he married a girl in his high school. Oh, that's nice. Well, so here's the crazy thing, right? So watching the video, this is this anti ginger racism. The Game of Thrones. No, 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 no. The, oh. His music videos. Mm-hmm. The sort of anti-ginger racism that you see in the world where people just cannot imagine a Ca- ginger casual, person. Casual ginger racism. Mm-hmm. That's right. Where you cannot imagine uh, like a like a ginger person uh, being in love or being loved by uh, anyone. Mm-hmm. Right? It's just a, com- it's a very common thing. You say, oh, right, but they would never have that um, – they would never be able to well, go they, out. They with couldn't that. be loved. They're like they're like left-handed people, but left-handed people, but worse. Right. There's the, something, something basically medieval bad. about their their moral flaw that yeah. is borne out by their handedness or hairedness. Yeah, that, that's right. <laughs> they're not as bad as left-handed people, right. but they are. But but close. Mm-hmm. And so watching the videos, I'm like, you know, the, like I. He's a pop star. He's extremely rich. He's extremely talented. He's yeah. got all. He's got a lot of sensitivity. Can't he's got really a beautiful a voice. But you know, he's he's still he's still a a redheaded person. Yeah. And so, how am I supposed to believe all these videos where he's like in love and stuff? Well, he, we there's, know that. there's 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 something else to hmm. you reach a no no you reach a certain age in life and and you start realizing. For example, a man who always wears a hat. Always. A man who always wears a hat. I'm, I'm going to make a 75% bet that I can tell you something about his physical appearance under the hat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And look I, at Ed Sheeran. I mean, I Ed, Ed Sheeran, bless his heart. Um, he's got that look. I remember seeing this in pictures of photos of the zombies in the 60s. And I'm like, wow, like two of those guys are already pretty bald. But that was a time when the hair would accommodate a coverage. And I think, I think he's, uh, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if, if he come out of the pool, I got a feeling I'd really see what he's working with. Are you saying that Ed Sheeran's got using some, uh, augmenting sprays? I'm saying I'm there. This is something I will tell you off air who my wife said this about one time, but, yeah. she, but she pointed out that a mutual acquaintance of ours has a hipster comb forward. It's a comb forward, isn't it? It's a hipster comb forward. Yeah. is You sort of could rock this as the George Clooney Caesar cut a little bit in, in the 90s. 
But the hipster comb over is a tousled, carefree look that, uh, you know, belies some, you know. I see what you're saying. So he does. Now, I'm looking at the pictures and he very much definitely is combing his hair forward. Good for and good for him. Seven hundred and seventy five million dollar gross. Well, that is the thing that really makes one wonder. You should get connected to him on the purple site. Maybe he could send you some business. He's got a lot of tattoos. He's got a lot of tattoos. They'll just let you get whatever you want. Yeah, that's right. You know, you go in and you're like, I want a, this tattoo to commemorate. Apparently, he. <clears throat> I found this out. He has a tattoo of Heinz tomato ketchup. Oh, yeah. Um, and then he was on a, on a ketchup bottle, too. Yeah, because he likes ketchup. It's yeah. his favorite. <laughs> it's, and that's How endearing. That? Yeah, I like that. The guy likes ketchup. He likes ketchup, huh? <clears throat> anyway, I can't oh. slag him because, no. uh, because I don't. I only just learned about him. And he does seem, he does I seem bet he's nice. not I as bet he's bad. Nice. No, I bet yeah. he's very nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm, that's what I'm hoping mm-hmm. that he's, that he's very nice. He looks like Colin Malloy a little bit, frankly. Oh boy. Oh boy. In a kind of redheaded way. He's um, so, so, so I learned that and, and that, that kind of made me, that, that was something I could go focus on for a little while. Does that make you want to grow your, your business a little bit? His relationship with Taylor. Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm trying to imagine what it would be like to be uh, to have some financial independence, Merlin. To yeah. have grown my business a little bit. You'll think about that from time to time. Yeah, so that I had, uh, so w- I had some peer-to-peer relationships with people. I could connect with that friend of mine that's selling uh, nutritional powders. Yeah, in some way that would end up where I was the wizard behind the screen. Where people were coming to my site and wondering how I was trying to get money from them. Interesting. And the first, they say the first rule of uh, networking is uh, that you uh, you you offer Don't other talk things. About network. Don't talk about network club. You you help other people, and that's how you build your network. Is what they say. You don't go in and ask. You go in and, and give. And then I guess they feel like they owe you something. So Matthew Powderman, he's going to find out. Oh, John, John's helped me out with my powder business. I should yep. throw him some acoustic gigs at, at the mall or something. Yeah, I don't know if Matthew Potterman uh, runs that, but it's worth asking. One hundred percent of my problem with this stuff is when people reach out to me and say, "Like, I'd like to throw some business your way." Yeah. What I think is, oh, cool! You're going to like this is going to be something inventive that allows me to do something new and expand my uh, portfolio of abilities. Hmm. And what it usually means is. Will you play the opening of my coffee shop? So I'm not getting any new opportunities. This is just a thing where somebody wants me to play a show Mm -hmm. and they want to not talk to my booking agent and have it be. Oh, they're doing it. doing an end run. (laughs) Yeah. It's a little Mm -hmm. bit. It's not really a business opportunity for me Mm. as much as they maybe are laying it out as that. And what I'm hoping when my friend sent me that invitation that what he's trying to do is there's somebody that's like, we need a new CEO and we're thinking outside the box. And I'm like, I'm ready. Oh, I'll be you the might CEO be, you might be offered some, uh, some board opportunities. That's what I want is board yeah. opportunities. But usually what I get is an email that says, Hey, we're having a board event. And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, would you play, would you play four songs that are at our yeah. board and I'm mm-hmm. like, no, I want to be on the board. Yeah. I don't want to play four songs. I Mm-mm. never, ever want to play four songs. You should withhold songs. that as part of your, your package. 
is that uh, you will you are open to the idea of negotiating the playing of four songs, but first you're going to cross Daddy's palm. What's it going to take to get you in this board seat today? You know what I feel like it should be. Hmm. I feel like the songs that I'm going to play for them should vest over time. Oh, that's good. So you get a grant at the beginning of like Once op- song options. Yeah. Once I'm on the board, uh-huh. they get they get song options, but I they see. only vest after I've been on the board for a year. Then you get like then you get four songs that vest, and then if I'm on the Maybe board for good two faith, years, in good faith, you could play one short song right now, just for good faith. But then if you want those four bangers. You're gonna mm-hmm. you're gonna need to you know sign on the line that is dotted. I'll come. I'll sit. <clears throat> I'll strum the guitar. I'll pick out some stuff yeah. while I'm. You're not. Well, you're not well, a monkey, John. You're not a monkey. Yeah. You're a board member. I'll do that thing like when you're talking mm-hmm. and one of the people is just sitting and noodling on the guitar while he's talking to you. I'll do that. Yeah. Give you a little taste of what it could be. Here's what you're missing. And then you and then you'll vest over time. Vest. And pretty soon, you know, after I've been there for five years and yeah. I own. I own two uh, percent of the shares uh-huh. in the company. You'll get um, you get a sentiment. You'll get a, full, you'll get a full show. That's right. Hmm. I think that, I think that's good. I I um, uh, everybody's trying to fuck everybody, and you, you really got You got to really check your six. And I, f- I feel like um, this is not precisely what you're saying, but it just something I'm. Uh, well, you know, on the one hand, selfishly, I'm leery of people who just want to blow a lot of time to get something like, you know, yeah. there's the, the, the like go out and get a coffee kind of people. And it's like, eh, yeah, I got coffee. I'm good. And I, I do, I do have <laughs> friends. I, I don't need a new acquaintance. And like, once I start answering your emails, you email me all the time. I don't, I don't want to get into that, but something I learned, it took me a while to learn, but I've learned at length is, um, you know, there's a lot of carrots and sticks out there and yeah. you gotta be, gotta be picky about who in your life uh, you allow yourself to owe a favor because there are right. favor collectors out there. Tell right? me more about favor collectors. The kind of people who like, this is a little bit Seinfeldy, but it's true. The kind of people who like do a thing for you or give you a thing, or there's some perceived um, movement of value from them to you. And then there's, you get this implicit, like, well, you know, I did do that thing. I bought you uh you know, I, I, Watch that Big Mac that one time, or like you know, I gave you access to this app. A lot of times, it's something that doesn't cost anything, but but you know, intimacy and secrets, and there's all kinds of things that can be perceived as valuable. And right. I don't know. I've just sometimes you just see people around you. You may notice people around you who are favor collectors, kind of like low, like low level power broking, brokering a little yeah. bit. Yeah, and I, I think yeah. you have to be careful because. Pretty soon it's like the uh, Panopticon. You start policing yourself and you're like, well, I guess I better not do anything to escalate any problems with this person or discuss anything real with this person because they feel like I owe them a favor. And now I feel like I owe them a favor. And I don't mean to sound like a hard-hearted man, but I am saying I think you have to be – there's a lot of things in life to be careful about and to be mindful of. And one of them is making sure you're not in Dutch or feel like you're in Dutch to somebody that you don't like and respect or where you don't trust their taste. You know, my mom uh, has always been extremely, and I think she was very early. uh, She was very early on the scene here in the favorite collectors because my mom is, is hyper 
a, a conscious of not wanting to owe anything to anybody because she doesn't want to be, um, she doesn't, she never wants to have to do. Your mother something. is wonderfully independent. Yeah. In almost every way that I can think of, she, you can tell that a tentpole of her life is her independence and getting to yes. like make and own the decisions that she makes, which I really, I respect so much. I also In just the, like her a lot. She's a nice lady. She is. In the mid nineties, she, you know, she moved into a house and her kitty corner neighbors were, um, you know, this, uh, a couple of married women who were, who'd been together for a long time and they were, you know, they kind of fit the old school, uh, lesbian dialectic of like one of them wore a tool belt and one of them, you know, wore my eye makeup, mm -hmm. you know, the kind of old yeah. dynamic. Yep. And they had a, they had a great house and they were working on the house all the time. And the, the, um, the femier, the two worked in, in state offices and the sort of butchier one was a contractor and they loved my mom right off the, and adopted her and she really loved them and they developed this wonderful neighbor relationship. But the, but uh, they started to, and they wanted to help my mom, you know, they wanted to help her with her projects. They wanted to help her. They wanted to help her and mm -hmm. they just wanted to be good neighbors and they wanted to, you know, bring her potlucks and they wanted to be friends. Mm -hmm. And at a certain point they had brought over one too many, uh, casseroles. And my mom started to say under her breath, like no more. Do not bring me any more casseroles mm -hmm. because I feel like you're starting to count them. She could feel oh, that the casseroles. Oh, in the midst of the casserole counters. Yep. She could feel that the casseroles were being counted at a certain uh -huh. point. And my mom was like, I do not, I am not going to bring you a casserole in return. I don't know how to make a casserole. Mm -hmm. It's, I do not want these casseroles that you're bringing me. Did so, she say this with mouth words? No, okay. but, but you know, she's, she, no, because she's a, she's a person, she's a vibe person, right? She just starts sending the vibe. And this is a big problem in my mom's life. I have to say like, this is, this is probably, you know, <laughs> this is probably what ended her marriage, mm. but it's just like, she started to say, okay, I feel debt rising mm -hmm. and it's not debt that I want. We're living next to each other. I just want to live here peacefully in my house without feeling like every time I step out the door, I have to go perform mm -hmm. for you, my neighbors. Oh, I don't want God, to. Yes. I don't want to have to come to dinner with you because I owe you. I don't want to have to have you over to the house because you had me over to your house. Like all of that, I cannot, you know, and so little by little. And then they got, um, then they were like, what's wrong? And I think that they had, they felt like they were going to be over at one another's house every night for dinner mm -hmm. for the rest of their lives. And little by little. And so my mom started to school me on this thing. Hmm. You know, like she would sit me down and she would say, here's how they get you. Mm -hmm. They do nice things for you. This is how, and she's talking, not talking about the neighbors. She's talking about mankind. Mm -hmm. Cause you know, she, my, she, she was always giving me Big, big lessons on mankind, particularly at this point in my life, when I was, you know, in my late twenties, mm -hmm. she was like, here's how they get you. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's a honey trap, <clears throat> but there's no such thing as a free casserole. Hmm. 
And I was like, I don't even want, and she was like, no, 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 it doesn't matter what you want. The casserole, you know, and, and she was right. Eventually they, eventually one day, and I remember the, I remember the fight. One day, one of them said, but we brought you all these casseroles. Mm. And my mom was right. They had been counting, they'd been counting them, oh, tallying them in their minds, how much they had done for well, her. Maybe it's just basic card counting, where what's clear enough is that we have provided many casseroles and you have provided none. That's, that, that's all the count you need, especially if you right. feel like righteous indignation about the dearth of casserole. Well, and I think, yeah, right, like, but then what what is often the case is that as they w- when they start to wonder why my mom has not given them a casserole mm-hmm. the the solution or the thing that they think to do is bring another one over mm. like maybe if we brought one more casserole she would understand that it was her turn mm-hmm. you know like the like the debt keeps accruing it gets worse and worse not you know they don't pull yeah. out yeah, yeah. They, they dive deeper in anyway what ended up happening was the my mom's worst nightmare, which was that now she had neighbors that lived kitty corner to her that she was afraid to run into because well, you when find she yourself out avoiding her, avoiding yeah yeah you're avoiding them because now you've had a falling out because of a thing mm-hmm. because of this thing this exact thing and. Um, and I'm, and I always would, you know, I'd always watch my mom do these things and say, like, if you had just played this differently, do you think that you could have, because because the end result was the same, right? The end result, which is that you're alienated from your neighbors, which was what you didn't want in the first place. Mm-hmm. Somehow that's that's what ended up happening anyway. Is there a way? And you know, and 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 I did ask her these questions, and her answer was, I'm never accepting another casserole from another person. And I think from that time on, no, you know, like if you try to deepen a relationship with her as a neighbor or as a, you know, somebody that she runs into all the time, if you're like, you should come over, Mm -hmm. my mom will just say, no, thank you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And just avoids ever taking that, you know, like if you bring her a casserole, she's like, thank you so much. Please don't ever bring me another casserole. I'm sure it's delicious and, and thank you, Mm -hmm. but but don't ever do that again, please. Mm-hmm. And I think I think people find that pretty unusual. But it's difficult. But you, it's it's you kind of do something like that, don't you? I mean, aren't you? I do a lot of things like that, or I've I've tried I try to do a lot of things like that, or have historically tried to do a lot of things like that. Where like, um, I mean, just to go into Holden Caulfield mode for just a moment. Um, I there's a, there's a thing at the center of most of these sorts of things that puts me off my beer, which is the assuming. How do you put this? Um, pretending that you and the other person, but that person pretending that, that you guys have more familiarity than you do or should, I, I find troubling. So that evidences itself as like, you know, hey, um, I, I know this person that you know, and here's a favor I want. <laughs> or it just can be fine, which can be fine. Absolutely. But like, you know, the, I had to finally... Um, delete the email that's associated with the show that I do with Dan. Every email I get to that account now goes straight to the trash because it's so uh, setting aside the wonderful 20% of the email we get from people that, you know, Dan now points out to me because I'm not getting it. It's a vast majority, vast majority is people saying, Hey, you know, I really love your, your podcast back to work and your recent topic, that topic we did recently. And I wanted to have a guest on, you know, be, be a guest. And it's like, we've never had a guest. We've never had a guest. We just crossed 
I think, nine years of doing this show, and we've never had a guest. I get those now, too. From Because yeah. you're on the uh, list. Now the, you're on the list. From, yeah, the Roadwork Show where they're hey, like, friend. hey, Dan hey, and John, friend. love the show. Oh, great been, show. You know, would you be interested in having this great guest on your show? And I'm He's like, a serial entrepreneur and author who's going to share his secrets to the seven-second work month. Yeah, you get a lot of those. But anyways, so what? what why does that? This is this is the Holden Caulfield part of me that I can't shake, which is like, you never seen so many phonies in your whole life. It's like, don't do that, man. Go, oh, don't don't front your game here, buddy. Take it to the next stall. Like, don't do that. Don't pretend that because now now I'm the asshole, right? I'm the uh, asshole for going. I don't asshole. have any fucking idea. You fucking idiot. If you ever listen to one goddamn episode of that show, you'd know we've literally never had a guest. No, and how so, would you? But then now, I, again, I'm the asshole because I'm like, you know, you're wasting my time and you're trying to make, I, I am a person with whom it is surprisingly easy to have a very emotional connection. I, I like mm -hmm. a lot of people and I get along with a lot of people. And mm -hmm. I, mm -hmm. I, I'm, uh, uh, I'm, I'm sorry to, to burst your bubble, everybody. I'm actually a fairly warm person in real life. I, I agree. I can, I can attest to that. But like when you, when you have to like, when you're expected to have a response, even let's be honest, in your mom's case, even when the response is, thank you for the casserole, but like, what do you say? That you don't sound like a psychopath. And that's the problem. The problem with all this, my whole Holden Caulfield lifestyle, the part that's difficult for me is like, we're not allowed to really be honest with each other because you've established this bullshit context where the only way that I can respond to what you're saying to me is to act like it's real when it's actually not real. And, and that's, that's, that's a basically dishonest way to start your relationship. And I don't, I don't have the time or inclination this, to just to even deal with that. But like, I think it's a struggle in life because you're an adult, you got, you're an adult and we should strive to be kind to each other. We should strive to give each other the benefit of the doubt. But you know, think about this, think about working in like customer service somewhere where like all you see is people on their worst day or being a cop where all you see is people on their worst day. And like, in this case, like I just it's exhausting, John. It's even when I'm yes. not sick, it's exhausting. Cause I really try I just, not to do that to other people. Like I try to like what I've learned over time is like, try not to personally attack people. You can attack things, but try not to attack, especially civilians personally, try to minimize that. Uh, I try to do that. I try to assume that just because I don't, you know, I, sometimes when people assume more familiarity than I would like, I try to take it in the best conceivable way. But like you gotta check your six in life. Everybody's trying to fuck you. Not everybody. I just got a. I just got an email. Oh, what'd you get, buddy? Well, you know, I I, I clicked on unsubscribe. Yeah. On all the things from that website. Yeah. But I just got a. I, I the unsubscribe was, I guess, about a certain class of email from oh, them. Oh, you got got other ones yep. now, huh? There like are other product, ones. product announcements. You got. Yeah. Well, no, but this one was. Uh, it it came not from the company. But from a person, like a normal person's name, like let's say his name is uh, Fred jo Johnson. Fred Johnson. Uh, it's an email from Fred Johnson. But I know there, I, I know there's trouble because Beats Working Music is the is the uh, subject line. Hmm. So I'm like, Fr Fred Johnson is not emailing me mm. about Beats Working Music out of the blue. You know what I mean? Mm. But we're talking about it. Must work. And so it comes in here mm -hmm. and it says, hi, I'm Fred Johnson from a record label oh. in Portland, Oregon. I'd like to connect with you on name of website. Mm -hmm. 
I'd like us to refer customers to each other. Oh, nice. And now I'm mm-hmm. going to so so it's just kind of like you're saying now. If I don't accept this request, mm-hmm. what I can't know, what's not transparent to me is, is Mike Jones on there and he just saw me and saw me appear on this website and said, I want to be friends with him and clicked on it. And now he's, he's like that scene in the Facebook movie where he's just refreshing, refreshing, refreshing to see yeah. if I accept his request or is all this just happening? I think it's mostly hap. I mean, it, it's, you know, it's it's not even a circle jerk. It's like a it's like a quantum circle quark, like I it's just, circle quark, circle quark, and it's it's all, everything's connected. And I'll bet you that like there's probably some little side rail where they're like, hey, friend of a friend, you know, hey, this guy, um, you know, John's music just joined, uh, and that's a friend of your other friend. So you're gonna get music stuff because they're acquainted with this. Ask yourself this: this person that you know a little bit with the inscrutable company reached out to you. Think about all the people yeah. they actually do know they are networking with. So you've probably been exposed to a very large audience of influencers. Congratulations. Right. Yes. No, that's 100%. Yeah. Well, so what do I do? Do I, do I click unsubscribe? Well, it seems to me you're in favor at this point. You need to, you need to set them up with, uh, get them some business. Maybe maybe they could uh, take over for some. So I'm going to accept his request. Here I go. All right. I'm, it's redirecting me. Yeah. Oh, it wants me to connect with my sister again. Oh, no. <laughs> You're already connected with your sister. Do you really need more of that? Well, and there's, here's, the guy with the, here's the guy with the powders, too. Oh, jeez. But now I am connected to Fred Johnson. <laughs> oh, Merlin, listen to you.